This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is not the sound of a stream running through the mountains. It's water from a leaking pipe trickling down a stairway. That's not a frog splashing into a lake. It's a piece of sheetrock falling into a puddle on a kitchen floor. And that's not a hiker taking a deep breath of mountain air. It's a homeowner gasping at the sight of a $12,000 water damage repair bill. 40% of homeowners have experienced water damage. Protect your home with the Moen Smart Water Monitor and Shutoff. Moen. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to the Gardener's World magazine Sew Along series, the podcast that inspires you to grow more from seed. Hello, I'm Catherine Mansley, and I'm digital editor of Gardener's World magazine. Verbena bonariensis is one of my absolute favourite garden plants. It's beautiful, it's fantastic for adding height to borders without taking up too much space at ground level, so it's ideal if you have a small garden like I do. It also adds height without that heaviness that you get from shrubs. Plus, it's an absolute magnet for bees. When I was planning my current garden, Verbena bonariensis, or purple top as it's also known, was one of the first plants I put on my list because I knew I wanted to include it in my garden. But despite loving the plant, it was actually ages before I tried growing it from seed. Because it's perennial, I'd convinced myself that it must be really difficult to grow from seed. When I first grew it, it was from plants that I got from my mum. She knew I wanted it in my garden, so when she found verbena plants in her garden that had self-seeded, she would dig them up and pop them up for me. And then I grew those on, and that's how I started growing it. I was then given a packet of Verbena bonariensis seeds at a gardening event I went to. But I was still convinced I wouldn't be able to grow it from seed. So I just put the packet in my seed box and forgot all about it. Then, one day I was on a photo shoot for the magazine with Carol Klein, and she was demonstrating how to propagate plants by taking softwood cuttings, which are the ones you take from soft spring and summer growth. And she mentioned that Verbena bonariensis was really easy to propagate this way, as long as you made sure the shoots you selected for your cuttings 
were young enough that they hadn't yet developed hollow stems. And so I thought I'd give this a try. I took my cuttings from the young side shoots that were coming out at a 45 degree angle from the main stem, exactly the side shoots that you'd remove from a cordon tomato plant. I popped them into pots of gritty compost, poking them in around the edges where the drainage is better. I don't have a greenhouse, so I put the pots on a windowsill. And then the next day, I found, lurking at the bottom of my seed box, that packet of Verbena bonariensis seeds that I'd been given. It had been in the box so long that it was already past its sow-by date, which is the date at the bottom of the seed packet that's like a best-before date on food and tells you when you should have sown the seeds by to get the best germination rates. It was also getting a bit late in the year to sow Verbena seeds. I think it was late April or even early May, and ideally you would sow them as, as early as January or February if you have a greenhouse, or March, April if you're sowing on a windowsill and so don't have quite as much room to grow them on. And so I thought, what the hell? I've got nothing to lose bar a little bit of compost. So I sowed the whole packet, scattered onto the surface of pots of compost with just a thin covering of compost over the top, and put them on the windowsill next to my cuttings. The cuttings started putting on new growth really gratifyingly quickly, which is a great sign that cuttings have rooted, while my pots, with the seeds sown in, sat and did nothing. And I felt vindicated that my conviction that Verbena bonariensis was really tricky to grow from seed had turned out to be correct. Even though, if I was being fair to the seeds, they were quite old seeds, and the windowsill they were on wasn't really warm or bright enough. They germinate best on a really warm, bright windowsill, or in a heated propagator. And even then, germination can be a bit slow and erratic. But then, a few seeds germinated. And then a few more. And then a few more. So I pricked them out and potted them on. But I still didn't expect very much from them. My cuttings were so much bigger and growing away well. And my seedlings were teeny tiny. But more and more of the seeds germinated. Until I had absolutely masses of plants. And they eventually caught up with my cuttings, and in many cases overtook them. And that year I had so many verbena plants. I planted lots in my garden after hardening them off. But I had far more than I could fit into my garden. And so I was giving them away to friends, to my in-laws. I even gave some back to my mum. And the plants were wonderful. They grew and flowered that year, helped by a good summer. And they kept flowering for such a long time, right through autumn. My garden is in London and quite sheltered, so they flowered right through November. And then the following year, most of the plants came back. Verbena bonariensis is only borderline hardy. It'll survive a mild winter. And if you have a sheltered garden with free draining soil, it's usually fine. You can also give it a good thick mulch to help protect it. But if you've got heavy soil, you're in a colder part of the country, or we have a really cold and wet winter, then it won't reliably overwinter. But that year, most of my plants survived overwinter and they bulked up, and I had some magnificent clumps of verbena rising up through my borders and tumbling over them and absolutely dripping with bees. If your plants do survive over winter, it's best to cut them back in about February, March, before they start into growth in spring. I'm not very good at finding time to cut back all my plants, and if you don't cut them back, verbena bonariensis gets a bit leggy and floppy, it also does that if it's growing in a slightly shady spot. It loves full sun. But if you cut it back in February, you'll get much bushier, sturdier plants that are more upright and don't need staking. Don't cut the plants back in autumn, as then they're less likely to survive the winter. And the seed heads are great for birds, and they add winter interest to your garden. 
And by leaving the seed heads, you give it a chance to self-seed. Fabina bonariensis will readily self-seed if the conditions are right. It loves lots of sun and free-draining soil. My soil is on the heavy side, so it often pops up in the cracks in between paving stones or in the stony drainage channel that runs between the back of the house and the patio and is in full sun. You can also collect the seeds and save them to sow yourself if you want to be a bit more targeted about where it appears in your garden. Over the years, the amount of verbena I have in my garden ebbs and flows. Some years more survives over winter than others. Some years I'll top it up by sowing some more or taking a few cuttings. But it's not a plant I'd ever want to be without. Thanks for listening to Sew Along, and we hope you're inspired to give seed sowing a go. Find out more about it at gardenersworld.com forward slash podcast. Subscribe now to never miss an episode and rate us in your podcast provider app. See you next time.